Emergency. System failure. External hull damage detected. Hull integrity. Critical. Engine. Overheat. Engine. Powering down. Power. No. Emergency power only. Oxygen production. Offline. Good evening, afternoon, and or morning. Okay, good evening, afternoon, good evening, afternoon, and or morning, everybody. This is the Low Oxygen Podcast. I am Jason. We know you're Jason. Okay, great. Holy <laughs> shit, bro. What? You're the fucking worst. Why are you looking at me Only like that? is behind me. We're in a car today. We're not in a, in a normal homestead. We are in We're a vehicle. We're homeless. We need money. We're not getting it from this though. That that shit ain't happening. Oh God. I'm here with Omi and I'm here with Luis. Yeah, Hello fine. everybody. How Hello. are you today? I'm doing good. Hey man. I am driving and I an accident can happen if I am distracted. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to be talking much this episode. Exactly, exactly. I have to stop. Start swerving, Luis. I'm putting my foot on the gas pedal as we yeah. drive. And I am not steering the wheel at all. The main reason we have decided to take the uh, long voyage of being in car is because we don't currently have a place that uh, is very quiet and or uh, tolerable to live in, considering one of our friend's homes is... Uh, radiation. Yeah, radiation. COVID. Extreme... Radiation. <laughs> Chernobyl. Way to address the elephant in the room, Louise. Hey, man, someone's got to say it. That is true. That is true. Omi's brother is a sickly man. Uh, I don't know if that was information that he wanted to be brought up yeah, to the you public. you have to bring that up with him. Okay. We knock on his door. Well, we sure to let him You have to talk to him in person without a mask. <laughs> He's like all fucking skinny. But now we uh, just finished watching. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm holding on. I'm going to make this better for uh, our editing part. Thank you. I'm going to make it seem natural. All right, Omi? All right. Since I apparently have to seek your approval yeah. throughout this entire fucking podcast. Do you? I don't know. It seems like it. I, I'm saying my approval. I'm saying his approval. You know what I'm saying? Who's his approval? Who'd you just point my at? bro. Oh. I thought you were like pointing up like a, like a higher power or something <laughs> like like a god. God got me, bro. We just edit this out just to be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna make it a little more natural. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. We, making like a little humming noise. Like, and we're back. We had some technical difficulties. No, we, we are parked safely. We're just editing audio. Well, I'm about to about to go out and get some water. That's true. That's true. In. So you go go out and get some water and then come back in. Well, uh, you know what? You can just stay home. <laughs> for real. Thank you, Jason, for the drink. You, you are good, my man. You bought me chocolate milk, but that's not information they do not need yeah, to know. Yeah, no, nobody can but know. I, I don't care. Nobody can know you drink chocolate milk, Louis. You know the shit that would happen if they found out? I can die. If they found out that you had calcium in your bones? I would die. You would die? Yeah. But, hey, fuck it. <laughs> I wonder if the audio is too loud on this side. Um, ah, I, I think it's all right. So wait, do you want to start fi- uh, talking about Fight Club right now, or you want to wait? That's the thing, man. I'm waiting on this fucking dude. I mean, we can just me and you talk about it and him get in there. We can just talk about like h- how you feel about the movie, like your initial thoughts. I think the the movie, like, 
Um, Play I, it. I can tell. I can tell, tell you how I feel about the movie. Tell me, man. I mean, shit. I, this, this is like top five favorite favorite movies of all time, and the reason why is because I watched this when I was fourteen. Mm-hmm. I was very fucking sick. It was during the Christmas Christmas break. Mm-hmm. I just remember I was fucking just done. I didn't want to do anything at all. And then I found out about <laughs> Oh, yes, my God. He, he just started doing the little wiggle dance in front of my uh, window. <laughs> Did you get yourself a water? I, mean, I drank it. No, oh, okay. no you know what? I should have brought I it in. Whenever he slammed the door, the audio went high up. Motherfucker. This is you right here, Omi. That's you. Talking my about- bad shit. You good, bro. Hey, but no, just we don't were, let it happen we again. We were talking about Fight Club, basically, and like our initial we're thoughts. We're not supposed to talk about that. Shut up. Uh, basically, it's just like <laughs> I'm telling, telling like my side how I found out about the movie. But I was like 14. It was during the Christmas holidays and everything. I was sick as fuck. I really just was done. I was didn't want to do anything or anything like that. And like the thing is, I was supposed to go see my dad in Mexico, but I was feeling like shit. I didn't want to go at all because it's like I mean, I, it was gonna ruin the holidays if I was sick and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. But for some for some odd reason, I was feeling to what I was feeling the vibe to watch something new, and I found out about Fight Club. And yeah. little did I know, it's just like when I was watching it, I was very like entertained. And then, the, well, like we said, spoiler alert, the whole fucking plot twist was like that was like my first plot twist for a movie of like really yeah it was like the first one. So once I found like once you they tell you straight up like. The narrator, like Edward Norton's character, was Tyler Dur- Dur- um, during this time. My 14 year old mind was like fucking blown. Like that meme with fucking Steven- Steve Jobs, like oh, that's mm-hmm. how my mind was at that moment. <laughs> that's Steve like, Jobs. He, he just made me start thinking about something about the what? That's Steve Jobs in that meme? That mind blown meme? It might be, because I mean, it kind of <laughs> looks be. like it kinda, he has the sweater <laughs> and the glasses. Steve. No, man. <laughs> Steve Jobs. No, that's not him. Well, who is it then? It's uh, that's Bill Gates, bro. Oh, it is? Well, fucking Bill Gates then. No, it's the guy from a uh, fucking. Oh, it's like this Adult Swim show. Well, either way, but you understand the meme, though. Oh, here, let me look it up. We have Google right here. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, that, Steve Jobs? I don't know why. It looks you don't like, look like fucking Steve bro, Jobs. He has a sweater. He has a sweater on. <laughs> he do he, be having sweater. And he has the glasses. Oh, and he has fuck. the face. He has somewhat the face of Steve Jobs, but Adult I can't. I can't, I can't. I don't remember. I don't remember, man. It's like this. Uh, this like space dude. Fuck. There's no Wi-Fi. Yeah, dude, I'm not connected Just to the internet. God damn it, homie. What's your Wi-Fi? Well, don't shout it out to the whole world, well, it's man. The, okay, they'll know then. Sorry. We'll just edit it. Next, could ask me for my Wi-Fi password in front of the whole world. Well, who's ever gonna be in your house to get your Wi-Fi password? People. People? Yeah. Like who? Like you and me. <laughs> you wouldn't want me to know. Other people that listen to this podcast. Yeah, play the dinosaur game. <clears throat> but anyway. How did you feel? Yeah, go ahead. No, wait, you, you go. I didn't mean it like this. How did you feel about the movie, Omi? Uh, I loved the movie. It was a really good movie. You got any more words? Are you just going to keep playing the game? I'm listening. Uh, you know I'm listening. Oh, thank God. Let them know two people are listening. But come on, like, actually, like, what, what, what did you, after watching it, even though you already knew the spoil, the, uh, the whole plot to it, but now I get think? to watch it knowing that the... That the two people are actually one. Oh my god. But there was one scene, right, yeah. where um Brad Pitt you remember he takes that um that fancy looking dude into a bathroom? Yeah. And there's like a bunch of waiters. Yeah, and he's like a He much. takes him into the bathroom, right? Yeah. 
and then all his goons follow him. And then the what's the other um Tyler Durden name? The he, other, he doesn't have a name. No, does he? he he goes by the narrator for the movie. All right. Well, the narrator he locks the door. But how could that happen if there's only one person? He he's suffering, man. Whoa! The screen yeah. goes black. I didn't know that. I've never been this far. Sorry. Continue. No, but like, it's just like he. It's just we're seeing it through his point of view, the narrator's eyes. So like, we're not supposed to really like see how it works. Like, not works, but it's just he thought that he closed it, but he didn't. It was somebody else who did it. Oh, okay, so yeah, you could easily explain it with just one of the goons. See, the thing about that movie is like I was kind of like looking for a sort of moral with it while I was watching it and it's like no it's pretty good moral it doesn't really I'm sure it has a moral it's just nothing that I really it's it's a weird movie because it's like no you gotta rewatch it to really un, like appreciate like what it's trying to say in it. I feel like they're I, saying, I, get, I get but I get what you mean though I feel like what they're saying uh, fuck Damn. I feel like what they're saying it's a it's something I don't really understand because I don't I've never been in like I guess that type of situation in my life. <laughs> You're not a schizophrenic or like suffering mul- uh fucking <laughs> yeah. like multiple personality disorder. What was me? <laughs> <laughs> nah, the, oh, I mean, I've seen a lot of Tim uh, and uh, Eric. Awesome. That was the fucking Adult Swim show. I mean, at least you That's got it, it out called. during Google. You fucking <laughs> pulled up with it. <laughs> Google. Nah, but anyways, pretty much um, the morals in this game is just that um, it's pretty. It's pretty much just trying to like be a satire of like. How Tyler Durden's words in this movie is just like no, God doesn't love you. You are like a pe- you are nothing. Well, well, I don't, I, that I, is not the moral. It's, it's, it's I don't, I don't think that's satire. the moral. I think yeah. that's no, a message. I no, think no, that's no, a no. message. No, that's what I mean. It's like it's satire. It's satire. I mean, because okay. what it me. does is that it really dis- deconstruct the um, like the ideal per, uh, person of yourself. Basically, yeah. that's the sat. That's what's the movie's really like. Like you said, it's a message, and like the moral of it is just that it's just you're not. When people try to like, you don't, you don't really have to like be the most ideal person. Like, ex- like expect yourself to be perfect because no, no one. Because that's perfect. why that's why he kills Tyler, right? Yeah, that's why because like he that, re- that helps your that that helps like your argument because yeah, exactly, you know never exactly. Tyler dies. Because it's like in the way. Because remember how like they were talking about like in that um in one of the scenes they were talking about like their dad like they left them and shit like that mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's just that it's kind of trying to prove that nobody's perfect in this world and in Tyler Durden's personality it's almost like way, they're like two different paths exactly that's like what I'm saying down. yeah exactly that's what, like whenever he's talking about his father he's like a oh I wish I got to like meet my father and then there's the other one who's like I'm a fucking bastard child to my father he probably fucking hates me that's what the fuck I gotta that, give a shit exactly, about that dude exactly. I wanna Ty- fucking fight my dad what, what Tyler Durden represents is kind of like another way you could talk about the movie is like he's kind of that one that friend that is he's cool to talk to like time to time, but the more you get to know him, the more you realize, oh God, he's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, and to be honest, like I wouldn't say like not everybody like knows that situation, but I feel like between us three, we've been in some sort of situation like that where we thought we met some dude that is cool, but the more we got to know, know like that certain person or something like that, uh, it kind of like we were like, okay, this is kind of too much for me. It's like not in a bad way where like it's Tyler Durden, but like it was just like. That ain't me. I know what you mean. No, it's just like, but that's, that's one way you can interpret about the movie. There's that's so not many what ways Tyler's message was about, bro. No, and another thing in that movie, because like I said, I watched a lot of analysis videos because I was so obsessed with the movie, and I'm, I'm still am. I'm not gonna lie. It's just that if you look, if you actually listen to what he's saying and the stuff that they actually like, 
the movie points out is just that it's kind of like they kind of like poke make fun of like the ideal like me- like the ideal body because remember about Gucci Tommy Hilfiger and all that shit because mm-hmm. at the end of the day people really want to like they say they want to become like that but in reality they really are not going to go to it but they kind of take it to extreme lengths where they buy like literally what the uh, Tyler Durden says in the movie they buy shit that they don't need mm-hmm. and then later on those same things are going to control them that's pretty much is another and way you can see he, it. What, what's funny about that is that there's also a way of seeing that with how uh, the narrator interacts with Tyler. Because the way that Tyler looks is a lot like those fucking Tommy Hilfiger Exactly, models. that's what I'm saying. It's a lot like how... It's like a, a, almost like hypocrisy on, they, that's, on a... Not, not on Tyler's part, no. but like you could see... Not not hypocrisy. It's like seeing no no no. The, you, you have what, the right it's like, idea. You no have no the no. Right listen, idea. it's like seeing what Tyler is saying in action whenever it's between the narrator and Tyler. Because the narrator sees Tyler as somebody that is like the ideal person to be, like you just said. Exactly. But he would never go to those links to be that person. Yeah. Okay. No. I, I see. I see where you're pointing. Where he's no. going to that level. No, but I, you, there's another thing you could talk about in that movie. Is that yeah? It's hypocrisy at its finest. Because think about it. Um, even uh, David Fincher, because, like, that's, that's straight up, that whole dialogue where he says, like, we don't need to buy shit what we need. Mm-hmm. Literally, in the book, because the movie is inspired by the book, it's the narrator who says it. But the director, David Fincher, felt like, because, remember, this was the 90s. This was, like, Brad Pitt's, like, his high high point in Hollywood. Yeah. He, it's, he thought it would be a much more powerful message if it comes from a guy like him. Mm. Because he comes, because, like I said, think about it. Brad Pitt, back in the day... He was in a lot of commercials. People wanted to be him, like, shit like that. Because, like, he was really, like, high at his point. And he... And apparently, from what I'm understanding, I could be completely wrong in this part, but Brad Pitt was all for it. Because, like, mm-hmm. he really liked that idea. And, I mean, shit, like, the movie is hypocrisy. Because, think about it. Like, Tyler Durden's character, he's saying all that shit. But in real, and But if you think about it... He straight up it looks like a supermodel. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. He says all the shit he does, but he is the ideal person. Exactly. In in ways of looks and also some ways in how he interacts with people. Very true. Very true. But the thing is, another thing what I like about the movie is just that he isn't just like all good looks. He has a very dark ideology, mm-hmm. and it's like that ideology is just what's what makes the movie even crazier, much more like rewatchable because. Is just Tyler Durden's character. He's just like he he's like what you said. Like he's all the um, the narrator's ideal parts, mm-hmm. but he like in his way he's freed, but like freed to the point where he can do like illegal stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's another way you see. What I what I like the most. Oh, go ahead, man. How is ideology dark, bro? What you mean, man? He got one of his uh, followers killed. They were trying to like destroy like a fucking sphere and then crash into a a star like a Starbucks uh, store. And not just that, he even Tyler Darren says that. What does that, that owe me? What? Oh, wait. He's like I'm about to fin. He's finna boy you like that. Nah, shit. Yeah, it's like boy. 20, 2012 boy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's just that like he get he he really. Thinks that his cause. Well, well, let's let's hear a bit from his side because oh, yeah, no, he, he hasn't yeah, even yeah, explained bad, bad, explained his dark ideology. Louise, but. you gotta break a few eggs to make an oh omelet, man. Go, go ahead, keep going, keep going. Go on, bro. His ideology is all about death makes you value life 
that much more. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, no, he no. He had no, that with the, why, with the guy at the he, gas station. Yeah. That's why he had all those um fucking the, the driver legend. license yeah, all over the door. Yeah, it says that sacrifice right there. Yeah, that's why I keep pulling but guns. But he was also a crazy anarchist. What, what do you what? think about his anarchy? Because he wanted to destroy... I think it's really cool how he freed a bunch of people from debt. <laughs> why are and, and he also... No, he didn't free a bunch of people from debt. What do you mean? That's why he blew I mean, up the building. I mean, sure, he did No, 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 no. The whole reason he destroyed the buildings was to remove the record... Credit cards. Yeah, the yeah, credit card record. Uh, the credit card everybody, everybody no, but it also the, the the records of everybody's money in those setting banks. Everyone yes. zero. Yeah, what a bloody brilliant plan. But yeah, it, it, he said it's gonna it's gonna cause total chaos because there are those people who are making the big monies and then their money goes down to zero. And not just that coming, and then for the people who are like in pot and like it's kind of. <clears throat> Like the people who are in poverty won't like affect Hero them. Me. Let me let me but, explain like, this no, to you. Bro, have you ever seen Rick and Morty? <laughs> have you ever seen Rick and Morty season three episode one? What the episode whenever they brought down the oh, currency from one dollar to zero dollars, <laughs> yeah. and everybody went ape shit. We're gonna take that animated film and we're gonna put it into this also fictional film that is in live action. No, that is what would have happened. So you, so here here I'll I'll, I'll edit the video for you. I'll take I'll take the clip where the guy explains that they're gonna take the digit from one to zero in in the Fight Club, and then I'm gonna and take I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna Rick and Morty. In I'm there. gonna just hard cut a scene from Rick and Morty where they brought down the one to a zero, and then the guy shot himself. Damn. Yeah. Oh just God. so you, just so you can know. You gotta you gotta burn everything down and grow it back up again. Bro. And then I'm then I'm gonna switch to the scene where the buildings explode. <laughs> and, and he's holding hands with the girl. Another thing uh, with Marla. You, what I kind of like what you just said, man, about the movie is just that what he said, like death sets you free. Another thing in that movie, it kind of just like think Saw about does it. that. Yeah. A what? what? Saw does that. Does death really set you free? No, no. Book? But like the thing is kind of the idea. <laughs> you don't know, man. I don't know. When you're close to the brink of death, you are set, you felt felt more like liberated than any anything before, basically. Or like when in the movie where like you start. Oh to shit! Hit. Hold, hold on, I'm so sorry. Oh, um, Nathan is not with us today, unfortunately. Actually, uh, this dude over here is Nathan. Yeah, I'm Nathan. Huh? I'm the replacement. <laughs> <laughs> Your days are numbered, buddy. Nathan over here, his voice is kind of nah, sounding nah, nah, strange. Don't cancel me! Don't cancel me! It was just a joke. It was just a joke. Who would cancel you, Nathan? Uh, we no, were gonna probably. cancel you. Or probably whenever you're this never is. getting on this fucking stream again. <laughs> uh, just in case you guys get big, I mean, I don't want to get. Yeah, canceled. Nathan isn't with us today. He couldn't make it for the stream, uh, or for the stream for the podcast. And uh, yeah, we took care of him. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't sound very. Podcast is in good hands. Yeah, that doesn't sound All very. <laughs> he says that all with that, but all right. Yeah. All right, continue what you were saying. I was gonna say it's just like with the movie. It's just, it's just whenever you hit rock bottom, you're not, you don't, you're not really like. Like basically, once you hit rock bottom, that's whenever you feel feel more liberated, more freed. Mm-hmm. That's what another message can say about the movie, and it kind of makes, and it does actually like, does because think about it. Remember in the at the end of the movie, whenever he tosses himself down the stairs. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, literally, he's literally going rock bottom. And then at the next scene, he finally liberates, um, the narrator liberates himself from Tyler Duran by shooting himself. And he's liberated now. That's another, if you think about it, because he, like I said, he falls down the stairs, literally hitting rock bottom. And then. How does uh, the buildings exploding fit with that? 
Because the buildings are going the way, to the rock the bottom. I, the way how I see it. When they blow up. The way how I see it is because, like I said, whenever uh, Narius is uh, set free from Tyler, he basically... Like what Tyler Duran said, there was no way to stop it from this point. Yeah. But, it, like, him being liberated, you t- pretty much Tyler Duran liberated the entire... What, what's it called? Oh, shit. Uh, like, the entire city by... What's it called? By setting the all, all the credit cards, everything to zero. So they're all in the same same area. Mm-hmm. That's one way you can see it about the movie. Um, like, there were... Oh, man, I remember I watched so many... Of videos that explains this, but I just can't remember. But that's one thing I remember. I remember for mm-hmm. sure from from the movie, basically. Damn it! What are you trying to look up, man? I'm trying to play, play the, the dinosaur game again. Dinosaur game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, it's just that's that's one way you could you could see it too. Well, what do you think, homie? What do you think the ending to the buildings? Uh, I mean, is it set everything ground zero? Now everyone's at rock bottom. So now there's no place to go but up. That's what you see. I, I I didn't see it so much as like the, you know, the the buildings exploding. I saw a lot more with Marla and uh, the narrator whenever they were talking to each other. Because mean? the narrator, he's almost like I shot myself. No, he was like, <laughs> he. It's almost like as if uh he's talking about something that happened like years ago. Whenever he's talking to her, because like he says. You met, uh, I met you at a very strange uh, point in my life. It's like as if he... You met me in a strange point of uh, life. No, he's talking about because that, like, the present time, that's the strange part of his life. Yeah. But in the future, it's going to be normal. Really? Yeah, because he shot the Tyler. Shot yeah, Tyler. pretty much like Oh, he... wow, I didn't even think of it like yeah, that. Yeah, bro, What I was saying is that, like, he almost saw it, like, as if, uh... None of whatever else was happening really mattered. And, like, it was just him talking to Marla... Fuck it! It actually got internet and it stopped me from playing the fucking dinosaur game. Yeah, what you searched up MK? Yeah, I just put up random letters so they hit me with no internet. Oh my god! What, what's MK? No, I'm just asking like, what is yeah. like, why do you search up MK? That's all. But nah. MK um, Ultra. MK Ultra. Um, but pretty much, yeah. No, it's just that's there's a what I like about the movie. What I like about this. You see what I just did? I woke up like 40 sleeper agents. God damn it! But what, what what I like about the movie Fight Club is that there's so many ways you can see the like there's so many interpretations from the movie. That's what I really like about it. Because another thing you can think about in the movie is that, like you the, the narrator does technically have a name. Because remember how he he talks about I am Jacks uh, Jacks something. Mm-hmm. Like you could say that. Oh yeah, that's he his, keeps talking about Jack. That's his persona. That's his personality name. That that his name is Jack. Mm-hmm. That his name is Jack. Persona five. Didn't yeah, you get exactly. that from like a book or something? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because it's like in the movie they never really give you give him a specific name. So he goes by basically. Uh, he says that I am Jack. Says I am Jack. What was me? Tenet does that too. Yeah, but the thing is, I feel I feel like with Tenet though, it's just like they were trying to keep make it. They were trying to too ambiguous basically like it doesn't really matter what was the protagonist but in reality mm. it's just like it just kind of felt like like they, like I mean, they described it as like a video game character whenever they're like talking about an interview yeah exa- exactly but the thing is with this movie it has like a much more deeper meaning yeah intended. like the character actually like matters a lot more yeah exactly that's what I'm saying I know what you mean but the thing is just like with this movie it's just like I said like there's so many ways you could see it this movie another thing is like I'm pretty sure you guys noticed it like at the beginning of the movie, you saw those jump cuts or something like that like you saw like you something like cut cuts uh real quick like split second 
about these um uh, in the beginning of the movie in like, Fight Club or Tenet? Yeah, in Fight Club. Yeah, it's Tyler Durden. Yeah, Tyler Durden yeah. just did, did like disappearing in the screen and everything, because yeah. it's like it was just a that and what I like about it is just like I feel like it's also at like certain moments too, because like it's like whenever he has an experience and that's whenever he sees Tyler. That's whenever exactly. it's like a little bit of Tyler. That's like, what I'm saying. That that's that's one thing I really like about the movie, because it's like this movie is straight up like this movie is not afraid to show you a lie at the uh, beginning of the a movie. A dick at the end of the movie. Yes. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> nah, but it's like, it's not afraid to sh- straight up show you that there's something not right throughout this movie. Like, it, the, the, it's right in front of you. And like you the tell, dick at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, the fucking whenever it does. Wait, what? There was a dick at the end of the movie? Um, well, you might not have seen it because it just, like, flew in so quick. But, you know. The dicks were flying yeah, in the movie? Like, they had, like, wings on them. Whenever Did we watch the same movie? Um... Did you see a dick in the movie with me? I did not see flying dick in the movie. But you saw a dick in the movie? I did see some dick in the movie. Okay, so we both saw a dick in the movie. Yeah, but you saw the flying dick. Well, as you stated before. Whenever I meant flying, I meant flying as in the the image flew into shot. Like a bird? <laughs> <laughs> Was its wings flapping? <laughs> nah, what's it called? Another thing I like about the movie is like it's actually funny. It's actually the movie yeah, is actually funny. funny it's a funny bro. movie because it's, it's really like serious. this movie. It, it, like I said, it doesn't hold. It doesn't hold back because like it has a dark sense of humor. And like the thing is, with the movie like that, that's like that's the only best way you can do it. And think about it, another thing is just like even at the end, whenever like <laughs> Brad Pitt's fighting. It basically the narrator his imaginary friend he just he just starts acting fucking stupid with him like whenever he whenever the narrator gets that pole stick or whatever the fucking Tyler Durden goes up to him like what like he's, like, he's so stupid why did uh why did the narrator beat the shit out of uh Jared Leto's character he was it the blonde uh, kid dude yeah, the yeah the thing, because he um, wanted to destroy something so beautiful. No, no, because remember... Well, why? Why did he want to do it? Remember in the, uh, before that scene, uh, Tyler like, Durden... It was like a jealousy, right? It yeah, was, yeah, was, like, yeah. He was, yeah, like, was becoming him, wasn't no, it? No, no, yeah, no, no, he he felt jealous. He because, felt like, jealous. he was moving up to Tyler exactly. more than he was. No, exactly, that's the, that's what I was going to say. Because, like, another thing what this movie does is, like, it actually has some fucking homoerotic shit in there. And, like, it's very apparent, like, very noticeable in the book. Cause the way how the narrator and Tyler met, they met at a new, at a nude um, beach, be uh, like at a beach. What what's the shit called? Whenever a like nudist beach. yeah, nudist beach. And then the narrator sees Tyler Durden naked. But the thing is, he goes in deep details of how like sexy he is, and you're just like, this is gay. This is straight up fucking gay. For you maybe. Yeah. For us, it's analytical. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. But anyways, it's just like twenty with twenty one, dude. It's not afraid to be like pretty much homoerotic where like remember the, in the scene where in the uh, when Tyler Durden is like basically taking a bath and then the narrator's trying to like just clean his cuts up like that's another subtle reference or when the fucking dick at the end when it pops up like, what else uh, or what? what what was gay what what <laughs> whenever the dick pops up at the end what, yeah, what no. was the homoeroticism with that it's a fu- between a the narrator and Tyler no it's just like oh a, I think just, it was two dicks representing no, one the narrator like, what was Tyler's what was the narrator what was the narrator it's just like it's like it's not like 
it's just like in the movie in general because like it's just trying to like just push it a bit more about like the fucking like gay that there's some gay parts in the movie or whenever like parts whenever is straight up, if you think about it it's just straight up fucking like shirtless dudes sweaty punching each other to death and then at the end they start hugging each other and fucking crying and laughing and shit that's another way you that, can that say, is some other shit like I thought it was crazy that uh, Jared Leto's character uh was I guess pretty chill with the dude after he got his ass whooped like after he just like he lost an eye and a fucking nose I think it was just him showing respect he just got put in this place mm, maybe maybe no and what's it called another thing you can talk about that movie is just that uh like there is a lot of hypocrisy in that movie no what do you mean he got a bunch of followers like almost like pretty much like like I wouldn't say yeah, pretty much like slaves to the dude. No, what I was gonna say is like if you think about it, because his followers are so blind, and he'll follow them, follow him to the like corrupt. It's kind of like, it kind of pull like holds up to this day of what's happening with capital, like the whole capital thing. Not like as crazy, exaggerated or anything like that, but you can see some elements mm-hmm. in the movie. What's happening? What just happened in real life? Stuff mm-hmm. like that. You like, I'm not saying like, oh no, Trump is Tyler or none of that bullshit, but. Mm-hmm. You can see some like, <laughs> like the, the six pack ass. You know the funny he, part was he, was um, in like Project Mayhem, apparently Tyler Durden told them that to cut his nuts off. What? No, not that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean you can talk about that. But that's but. true though. <laughs> we'll get back to that. <laughs> but like uh, he said, all all the members didn't have any names, mm-hmm. but then like the narrator he saw Bob die, mm-hmm. and then. The, all his uh, followers are like he, His name is not Bob He doesn't have a name And then they're like He does have a name It's Bob And they were like Oh Once you die You have a name Yeah And they all just started Chanting his name yeah, It's like a pretty much It's like a fucking cult To be honest yeah, If you think that that's another, that's another thing You can see about the movie And and one thing is just like What Like Fight Club does as well is that his followers it gets too it gets too crazy to the point where they start making uh, up stories about him that is really similar to uh like the trump presidency <laughs> oh shit well i mean in any sort of like i guess power Are you position trump yeah. Tyler Durden? i'm no, saying no. that trying to fit the ground zero <laughs> that any any uh i guess you would say powerful figure they're yeah, gonna yeah. have extreme like incredibly blind followers that even if they're told like something that goes completely against the ideology they'll find a way to like make it seem like make it a part, part of the idol- yeah. ideology exactly and it's just like well okay we're not saying that fucking like like you say we're not saying Trump is like Tyler Darren from Fight Club but like the way what happened with like Capitol Hill and mm-hmm. shit like that you just like you just see how like blind his like some of his followers are. Not all of them, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, well, but it's the never thing good is, to generalize. Yeah, exactly. It's just that. Cold them. But people now, like a good example is uh, the Charles Manson's followers. Mm-hmm. Charles Manson's followers. They were so blind. They were fucking like brainwashed, and they did fucking crazy shit. You can talk. You that's like an actual like perfect example. Oh, homie's a little chilly. Can we turn the heat back yeah. up for this for this handsome man? Oh, appreciate it, bro. Good bro. Yeah, that's another that's another thing you could say too. Like, it's just like what you said. Any power, power a powerful person that has cult followers, or the what was it that shit called the witch? Uh, the the, it was we learned it in high school. It was like the, the witch, trial. witch trials. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like how crazy people like the Crucible, right? What that the, was what the book was called or the play. It was like based off fucking McCarthyism, I think. It, like but, the Red Scare. 
Yeah, like they were. Yeah, exactly. They were scared. Like how in like it kind of like. And you have to prove how you were uh, innocent instead of being. And like they would hold up a like a red square, and like if you screamed, uh, they would just burn you and escape. What? No, but but the thing is, the red scare. You know, like they would hold. They would be like. Oh. They'd be like ah, and then you'd be like ah, and then they fucking kill you. Nah, he's, a, he's a blood. What I, what I meant, what I meant <laughs> with the trials is just like uh, how how crazy can how crazy can like how crazy things can go. Even like if it's just like just with accusation, like well, not with Fight Club that like it's straight up like accusations and shit like that. But like when stuff like stuff like that can go overboard, mm-hmm. that can go crazy basically. But I'd say the difference between what's happening in. The real world, yeah. and what happened in the movie, is that Tyler Durden's character almost completely planned out the the way that Project Mayhem exactly, was going. Exactly, exactly. But the thing is, whereas I'd say in a, oh, I don't want to talk politics. No, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. They already. I'm pretty sure the podcast understands like what we're just trying to say. Like it. It holds like it actually like holds up to this day, and like it, it I'm pretty sure it's going to that, be holding up more. That's the the greatest thing about art and like film and storytelling Video is how games. it's fucking timeless. It's, just because of how much history repeats itself. That's what I'm saying, man. And another thing is just that a lot of the movies I watch is that they they don't they like they don't what's it called. They don't age like bad. Like they age really well. Mm-hmm. Like you can rewatch literally Terminator Two, Judgment Day, and like I know it's a different movie from Pride Club, yeah. but you look at that movie and you're just like this looks like a movie that just was made like literally last year. And but the thing is, in reality, the movie's about to be twenty years old already. No, you mean like 30. the way it looks or like the story? No, no, the talking? way the like the practical effects and everything. Oh, that's, that's what, what I mean. mean. Okay. And like short, like obviously you can like there's elements you can tell it's from the '90s and stuff. Obviously, but I, what I mean is just like the practical effects, like the actions and everything. <laughs> and, and, like even if the story takes place in that, you can definitely tell like it it aged really well. That and like. Even for freaking the Iron Man movie, bro. Remember, mm-hmm. the very first one that that age really well. And it's already ten years, ten years old. I would say that uh, I, I'm more about like uh, I guess story aspects whenever it comes to like how timeless something is. Oh, like uh, think about I Am Legend, not not the Will Smith one, but like this old old fucking black and white one mm-hmm. that came out way 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 back. I don't think I've seen it, man. That I don't think one I've seen it uh, went me neither. That one went. <laughs> you never seen the movie. I'm gonna talk about yeah, it. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Do you know the story? Here's the book. I am legend, and that one goes. Did you read that? No, that one goes <laughs> off the. But what the fuck do you want from me? Doesn't mean I can't talk about it. Go on, go on, go on. You obviously are. You're inciting something. Your You're speech, implying bro. shit. You. Me. You. <laughs> Evil. Enemy. I'm just making sure we have all the facts. Is you were saying? Is you were um. You were saying actually like the thing about I am legend is that uh, he was a legend. The way that the movie goes is that he uh, people turn into vampire type monsters or whatever the fuck. It's like a whole new race of humans turning into like vampires, and he is the last human left, and he is killing and murdering as many of the of these vampire type creatures as he can, and uh, the longer he go, the the more the movie progresses on the more evidence shows that uh, these vampire creatures... Are more human? 
they are sentient. Like they're not like zombified, you know, infected monsters. They, they are. Have, like, their they're own... like a new race. It's like a new. No, I wouldn't say so much as an advanced race. But no, I but would like say they they think like us, stuff like that. They're like, intelligent. They're pretty, they're... Much, pretty much is like they, the same thing happened with the Will Smith movie. It's like you realize that at the at the alternate ending. Yeah, yeah, you realize that they're not. They're not. They're just looking out for themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not really like trying to cause no problems. Don't get me wrong. Like it's. You understand what's going on, like you understand Will Sp- like Will Smith's part. But like if you the, look at the where the other Will way Smith around. thinks that he's going down like a righteous path, like he is the only person who can save the world by making the cure. Exactly. And at that. the end of the movie, whenever they use their alternate ending, he realizes that there's no possibility for a cure. This is a new race of humans. These mm-hmm. are new people. We can't go back to this point. This is like the, he he comes to the realization that. He's the monster, and that's what the whole title is. That uh, I am legend. It's him as a like a, a horrible myth or, or legendary tale to tell. Like that that race tells their like children or like it, it's like a story, like a monster yeah, no, story. I get it. I like get the Kukui it. No, or like the no, like I, I get it. La Llorona, no, you know, type I, shit. I like I I really like those type of movies because like it's another way of thinking. Mm-hmm. It's another way of thinking and. One thing I really do like right now is I like how we came from Fight Club and then to I Am Legend, which is fucking Just talking amazing. transitioning to movies. No, nah, I fucking I fucking love I fucking love that talking shit. movies, man. Nah, it's just and well, like you were saying, like about I Am Legend, there's not a lot of movies that are like that basically. Or if they are, what's their inspiration? I Am Legend. Like the thing is, what I like, what I really, I'm going back to Fight Club, anyways. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what, what I really, I, <laughs> like how quickly you said that. I'm going back to Fight Club, but no, no, no. <laughs> what I was gonna say is like I was just gonna say the same thing for like how is I am Legend for with Fight Club. If you think about it, Fight Club's very unique. It's like you can't like if you look before like for the '90s and stuff like that. There's not a lot of movies that were like straight up like Fight Club. That was a 90s movie? Yeah, it came out in 1999. Same as Matrix. I mean, I know it's not the biggest difference, but... You know you know what's crazy, actually? <laughs> when you guys watched it, probably you knew, Jason. What? But um, probably only didn't know is that when the first mo- when the movie first came out, everybody hated it. No shit, yeah, Everybody hated... Yeah, everybody said it was like one of the worst movies that came out. Mm. And like, it... Boxed on the bottom, like in the box. Probably because like pornography was a pretty big part of it. No, I think it was no. I think it was just misadvertisement because they were advertising it as like this big action action movie. Like a rom com. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a time during the narrator. No, but like I think it was the advertisement. I don't remember too much. I just know it bo- bombed bad, and I just realized that my fr- first statement. I said bog boxed, it boxed in the box office. I'm like, oh, bruh. They got like, hella boxes for real. No, but anyways, yeah, people hated it, but now every those same people are looking back at that movie now and saying it, I it's hate one it. of the best movies of mm-hmm. all time. Not just that, you I go still to, hate it. <laughs> fair enough. I mean, at least you, at least you know you don't like it. But the thing is, what I like about that is that like opinions change. Opinions change about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as if like cookie cutter where you just straight up say, like, or like oh, black I'm and white. Yeah. yeah, like it's going. You can rewatch that same thing that movie years later and you realize oh I was wrong it's actually really good that, that's how it is for a lot of like films oh, a lot yeah. of like art type things is that if once like sometimes you won't understand the movie because you're in like a different state of mind whenever very, you're watching the movie true. or like at a different like posi- position or state in your life where this movie 
you can't really relate to it. You don't really understand it. Therefore, it's like I'm pretty indifferent to it or I just don't like the film because it has some aspects I'm not all about. Then you go later into your life or like maybe something happens in your life and somehow this movie ends up coming back in and you watch it again. And then you're like, holy shit, this is fucking... I, mean, that's not I, will, I totally relate to it. Movie, no, like. no, it's not for like, all. Uh, like, imagine you, if you watch if you watch, uh, if you watch Up and, like, uh, your wife died, maybe... Yeah, bro, oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, my wife better, died just like no, his. No, I, got a better, I got a better one. I got a better, better one. I'm not going to lie. What's it called? Whenever the Fast and Furious movies were coming out and, like, they were kind of getting all over the top with, like, ten, like cars versus tanks and submarines versus tanks and shit, I was so against... I, like... Now for submarines versus tanks, uh, like some like cars versus fucking like over exaggerated transformers. Stuff, pretty much, but the thing is, I'm gonna be honest, man. I like, although at first I didn't want to fucking watch it because it's stupid. Yeah. Are you talking about cars too? If you watch it, if you actually watch, ignoring them, huh? <laughs> because I really want to get my a bad, third man. of the podcast. Just oh, <laughs> shutting down. My bad, my bad, Omi, my bad. But, the but, thing, but, but no, really. not like cars too, Omi. He's well, talking about the Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> what is still, this, man? I still think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he flicked me off after pointing at ceiling. I will say this though. Even though <clears throat> these movies are getting too fucking like over exaggerating, pretty much stupid, I could still watch one of them and still be entertained. I'm not gonna lie. And then like that's one thing I would give to Dylan, cause Dylan straight up says I don't care as long as I'm entertained, fine. And I mean, hey, you got a good point. Them Fast and Furious movies are entertaining. Oh, they are. I mean, yeah, the they're furious. Yeah, Fast and Furious, man. But you, I'm being honest, man. They, at this Fast point, Fast and pissed. At this point, they're basically the unofficial uh, superheroes, basically. <laughs> I mean, shit, they even confirmed that the last two movies are going to be in space. Hey, hey, you said the box office got boxes, so we on the same level. What, what do you mean? Comedy. I, I'm not dissing your comedy. I, I didn't, it seems like a different, it seems different. <laughs> what seems It different? seems like the opposite. You are, in fact, dissing my comedy How with your silence. You? With your silence. Well, they're supposed to give you, like, an audience laugh track or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it would be appreciated. Uh, but but what were you talking about? You were saying that can't be said the same for a lot of like some other movies. Yeah, like what do you, mean? you you said you get like a different perspective after a while and you watch the same movie. Imagine like how the fuck would you get a different perspective on Toy Story? That you, movie like you can that. appreciate no, you can appreciate no. the deeper meaning or something like what, that. What are you talking about? Remember you kept saying or like uh, you could see like you watch a movie and say you didn't like it and then later on you could watch it again and get like a different perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can with happen. With Toy Story? Yeah. Give me give me that example, huh? Fucking Toy Story 3. With no, fucking... no, Toy Story. The original. Yo, Jason. What happened Specifically there? that one. I can't use Toy Story 3? Nope. You gotta give me the original Toy Story. I can give you... I, I, you can, I can tell you. Alright, you can tell me. You can tell me, bro. I mean, th- the way the way you can think about it is like with Toy Story as a kid, because this is how this is what happened to me. You just wouldn't let me use Toy Story three. Yeah. No, no. I, I want the original Toy Story. That's what I had in mind. In Toy Story, is like you can look at. All the- I remember from Toy Story one is like Pizza Planet, dude. Really? <laughs> you don't remember that one? I don't remember anything else. Nah. I think Pizza Planet was in the second one. <laughs> nah, no, like, I with, think it was in the. Uh... Where Where do they find the aliens? In the first one? Yeah, it's the first one. Oh, okay, okay. Now, what I was gonna say is that in Toy Story is just that um the first one as a kid you could straight up say oh my god this movie was pretty cool but in reality when you're a kid you just think you just see toys like live toys being like just mm. acting around. Yeah, you but don't think you, much of it. Yeah, and yeah. then once you grow up you actually rewatch it again mm-hmm. and you realize that there's a deeper meaning. Like think about it with Buzz Lightyear when he like, thinks he, that he he almost like loses purpose and he 
falls into like a no, depre- uh, like a depressive state. No, not just that. That uh, hits hard for us twenty year olds who don't know what we want to do in life. <laughs> and then another thing is just like Woody's point of view, where he's the favorite toy, but then he gets replaced by Buzz. And then next thing you know, like you see that like that they're that Woody is just like having what? to come with, come to terms with you know. Not being the center of attention. That's what I'm saying. Like that's just another yeah, thing. Yeah, but you, you can see, see that as a kid too, can you? Can you though? I mean, uh, did you Woody, see that? Did I you mean, see Woody, that? I, I totally meaning? saw oh, Woody God, getting like, jealous of Buzz. You didn't okay, see all right, all right. But, no, no, the but, jealousy. But, but did you see him needing to, I guess, embrace the fact that he doesn't always have to be like the number one focus in life? Yeah. At the end of the movie, he's like, "Fuck all the favorite toy shit. I just got to be there for Andy." So I'm saw pretty, that. I'm pretty saw, okay. sure yeah. I, that yeah. movie came out before uh, any of us was born, and I feel like whenever we were like around two or three years old, till finally understanding, I'm pretty sure our three-year-olds we were not thinking about well, that type that of shit, shit at all. When did you, when when did you watch it? I watched that shit 14 years ago. So you were six. Yeah. I'm pretty. Wow. Sure, <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you as a six-year-old wouldn't be alive as like, like that. Oh my god! Dude, he's he's like, like, he's like, on this. Mm. <laughs> no, no, I need to do a video uh, essay on this movie. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, man. You, you, you cannot win this argument with me, man. Cause I know more. I know more of this shit. This is my. Oh, man, so stop shit. trying, bro. Yeah, this this fucking Woodyologist over here. This is literally my fucking. This is my shit. This is your this shit. Is, this is my, my bad, shit, bro. straight up. <laughs> no, but it's just that. That's Toy Story. That's another way you can see it. Any of the Pixar movies, to be honest, like when you look, watch it as a kid, you don't really think of it. You just see like. Like these, like animals or like people, like doing some stuff, but it never gets born to us. But then when you you rush it as an adult, you realize there's always a deeper meaning. Man, Fucking I, Incredibles, man! I, I, was, I think you underestimate kids. Let me tell you something. Uh, you underestimate no, Pixar. It's true. It's true. You underestimate Pixar's too, man. What does that mean? Yeah. What no, does that no, mean? No. What I mean. What I mean is just. You like, think I'm dumb? No, I say we uh, we. I mean it by like you, but I mean like oh, we okay. all underestimate Pixar sometimes. I was about to like say we, it's always a kids' movie. It's always a kids' movie, but like in reality, if you actually like sit down and re- like watch them, you realize that all these movies have a really deeper meaning about it. Well, and commentary all except on life. for the Good Dinosaur. Oh, that was I mean, a good movie. That movie bro. fucking sucked. I haven't seen it to be honest. I, I, I like that movie. It was so fucking. It was the same damn movie. If you, you watch mean? fucking. Isn't it the same thing Hold you can talk about? Let uh, me find a Pixar movie that's literally the exact same as The Good Dinosaur. All right, go ahead, bro. Let me look up every Pixar movie. No, don't, don't even look it up. You can I'm think gonna, of it top up. of your head. I'm going to do you it. Know, the only kind Are you going to search up movies like Good Dinosaur? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. The one movie I really did, I like, some of the movies I really didn't like from Pixar were them, uh, like, after the car movie, like the sequels to Cars. Why the fuck is it looking up emojis? The sequel to Cars, man, they pissed me off. I ain't going to lie. What about Cars 3? What do you think about that? I mean, I haven't watched it, but I just really, think, I just really feel like... Uh, I heard Cars 2 was really shitty. No, Cars really 2, well, I didn't really like Cars, Cars 2. Cars 2 is fucking hilarious. I didn't, I didn't really like you, man. I didn't, I didn't like the whole, like, how, how, uh, what's his name? That fucking truck became the main, 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 uh, protagonist. And he, <laughs> like he was in a spy movie. <laughs> no, it's just, I couldn't, I don't remember that man's name. It's just that if he. If I'm lying, I'm crying. It's just Tomater? That, you it, forgot his name? I don't remember, man. Is that is that his name? The the, the rusty the old rusty, rusty yeah rusty. There you go. Man. How can I, you forget his name? Bro, it's been fucking years. I've seen that movie, man. But the thing is, I don't. I just didn't really like how they switched it up. How they switched him. Um, how they made, uh, Lightning McQueen the first the main character in the first movie, right? 
And then for the second movie, in the second movie, he becomes a supporting role and is all about Rusty. Don't get me wrong, like I'm, I don't like I, when you hear about it. It sounds a cool idea, but the execution-wise, where hey, he's in a spy movie for all this time, you're just like, this is really stupid. Boring. This is really dumb. Like in like the, it's just I get it. It's a kids movie, but with Pixar, they always have a deeper meaning with yeah, them. And you, and you're just like you watch this and you're just like, this is just pure like they're just aiming at this shit for kids. A good movie I always think like is Wally, bro. If you think about it, the Good mean? Dinosaur is exactly like Monsters Incorporated. Really? To the fucking T. To the fucking T. To the right, well, spill the T, buddy. Fucking the Good Dinosaur. Dinosaur is parents die, and who died in Monsters Incorporated? <laughs> Dinosaur parents Who died? <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, Jason. Yeah, finding Nemo, man. Give Except- me a second. Hold on, hold on. So the dinosaur's parents died, right? The dinosaur is alone. He finds a caveman baby. And then he's like, fuck this baby. I fucking hate this baby. And then he like starts taking care of the baby reluctantly. Because he's like, I fucking hate this baby. Oh but he's like, I got to find... It's like fucking uh, Ice Age, too. Dude, which one is it, bro? Oh. Both of them. Because it has so many of the same damn bro. movie concepts. <laughs> no, it's I, the I same feel like, movie. No, it's fucking not. It's literally about a dinosaur getting this stupid-ass kid to his parents. Hey, bro, this is like air rape right Ice now. Ice Age. <laughs> this is air rape. Am I peeking it? I, I got an idea. I'm pretty I'm, sure I got you peeked this shit. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> You're gonna fucking ear rape right the audience, bro. <laughs> no, don't! Oh, you guys, you're gonna fuck up the microphone! It's <laughs> 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 fucking thing! SpongeBob! <laughs> I'm gonna put it back, please. Don't fuck with it like that. It's a very. Alright, come on, Louis. Let's dog on him. It's a fragile machine. I'm gonna say this. Wait, wait, no. I'm gonna say this. For those of us uh, not watching this, Jason just ripped ass. No, no. I wanna do that meme where, like, no, mama, let me whisper in here. I wanna do that. Alright, okay. I can't do it. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. He does not know the rest of the lyrics. Oh yeah, no, the good dinosaur's ass. How? I literally and, just and, said and it. Okay, much, all right. You can copy. It's pretty. Right, well, the good dinosaur. It's more like the the fucking the human. It's more like a pet. And in Monsters Incorporated, Boo is a fucking human man. He's like an actual human. What? What? <laughs> Bro, in Monsters Inc., Boo. Yeah, but is what does that like change? What does that change? In terms of them having to get this child back to its family, you can th- you can argue too about the like the fucking parents dying with Finding Nemo, except it's just the mom who died and the dad and like the dad. Is it's the one literally who like almost all the Pixar movies just stitched into one shittily. Okay, they so got you're a fucking green saying, dinosaur oh, in a we cabinet. have to bring someone back home. Is that is that your? 
Uh, I mean, I kind of agree with his point of view That's about, what you're trying about to say. Ice Age. Right? Right? Ice we... Age and Monsters Inc. I didn't listen to what you said. Continue Bruh. again. I'm sorry. As, but basically, what you're saying is like in Ice Age and Monsters Incorporated, you have a kid, you just have to bring it back home. That's what you're watering it down to. <laughs> you, you're getting mad at me for downplaying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm getting. I'm not getting mad, bro. <laughs> I'm. I'm telling you, that's what you're saying, right? This is true information, but it's also. But can you confirm though? That's what, what you're trying to say. Confirm? I I I got that the movie is the fucking same as no, Ice Age and no, Monsters. No, that's not what I'm telling you to confirm, bro. I got I got a. I actually have. Some what do you got, bro? I yeah, want to yeah. ask you guys this. Yeah, right, yeah, so we're, we're on the Pixar, uh, like basically talking about Pixar's. You trying to say favorite Pixar? Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, oh. what's your favorite one? To be honest. Fuck you I, said. If, if, if Yo, can, have you seen that Soul movie though? I haven't seen that, it. Yet. That's your new favorite? Really? I'm, I didn't see that. Nah, <laughs> oh, I'm just shit, saying that's nah, that was really good. I I, I've only seen bits and pieces. I haven't it's seen the one. The one movie I can really think <clears> fondly of. And like I've changed it a lot of times because it's like I can't help it. Like I grew up with Pixar. Yeah. The one movie I really can think of, like, really had, like, a, like, I'm going to name something different, because I told you, like, Inside Out really, like, actually, like, I really fucked with it. Like, mm-hmm. I really, like, it mu- I related it to a lot because I was in that situation. Wally. Wally. Wally? Yeah, Wally. You were, like, a dirty robot? Nah, man. It's just, like, it's just that I really, really like the message behind it. Like, and I just, that, it's just that one thing what I like about the movie is, like, half of, like, the, fr- like, the first part of the movie they're on Earth, basically, and you're seeing Wally's point of view of how it is with him. And then the second, and then the second part of the movie is whenever you see where all the other humans have like been all this yeah. entire time. Yeah. And then the third movie is whenever like shit hits the fan, basically, like everything's going bad, like et cetera, et cetera, and then like they go back to Earth. And but if you look back at it, it's really fucking good. Another thing I can think of, another movie I really like, and. I'm just gonna name another one. It's Ratatouille. That's a good one. Nah, I really fucking love that. I don't think there's a real man. Bad that movie Pixar lame. Movie. I mean, shit. You were talking about you were talking about a good dinosaur is bad. You said Ratatouille's bad. Yeah, man. Like, really, a rat just controls a dude's body just like, randomly. Nah, what the, the heck? The, the importance that becomes the main plot. You would put I mean, Ratatouille. Hold on, hold on. What what, what do you think is better, Ratatouille or Good Dinosaur? I actually want to hear this. I feel like they're the same. No, they're not. <laughs> I haven't seen a good dinosaur, that, but I'm gonna be completely is, biased. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go by Ratatouille. You don't even gotta see the movie, bro. He just knows it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, Ratatouille. It has a really important message actually to the movie because, like, not it's it, that rats people, are not bad. No, it's that people who can come from nothing can become great. It's not about experience. Well, it is about experience. Yeah, it's not. It's, a, it's not a, just about like. You know, royalty or, or who you're born from. You know, yeah, you can still be a piece talent. of shit whenever you're born from a fucking 5,000 star chef, but you can be a fucking rat and be one of the greatest chefs out there. And that, that's like the irony of it, because, like, no matter, no matter where you come from, like. The good he, dinosaur, we take a fucking caveman kid to this other fucking caveman family. It's not about the destination, it's the journey, man. He doesn't even get to hang out with the caveman anymore. Oh, God. Yeah, he gave it to his fucking family. Yeah, and now it's he's alone. It's about the journey they made. He's just a fucking long neck alone. He's gonna die. What? Oh, well, okay. But did he? I don't know. I don't know. Wait. It's ambiguous. <laughs> hey, wait. What about what about you, Jason? What's your favorite Pixar movie? Um. Yeah. Oh, good dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This is a toughie, man. I really like Incredibles. Like, I really like just, uh, Monsters just, Incorporated. Just name one. Just name Probably one. Monsters University. Monsters University. I fucking, yeah, love, University. I, I fucking love Monsters University. That's, that's I did like yeah, the ending a, of that. That is a really good yeah. name to drop, too. But, like, you know how you were talking about, like, um, like a deeper meaning with Pixar's movie? Yeah. I feel like Soul's, like, movie's the main I, thing. I heard it's very movie. deep. I heard it's very yeah. deep. I heard it actually, like, it's kind of too deep it's for like, even children. It's like, makes you rethink life. I, no, no, what I heard is that it actually <laughs> questions about your mortality and shit like that. And I'm just like, that's kind of fucking too deep for a kid's movie if you think about it. But no, it's just, um, I actually need to watch it. That's, that's for sure. I need to watch that movie. Um, what about, hey, you know, while we're on the Pixar line, do you guys believe in the Pixar theory? Uh, I think that the Pixar theory at the start was like a bunch of people like tying shit together. Mm-hmm. And then Pixar was like, this is actually pretty cool. So they started adding bits and pieces in there. Like, I feel like you really started to notice it whenever they made Brave. Because they had Yay. Sully as yeah. the fucking uh, little artifact. And, and they uh, said, like, that old lady was a uh, boo. Yeah, I think I think the Pixar theory, it grew... <clears throat> And then the people who made the Pixar movies, they're like, oh, let's just put little tidbits in to, like, you know. I feel like they didn't do that for a theory. I feel like Pixar just did that for Easter eggs. Yeah, I think And then people just made it into a theory, but it's a pretty cool theory, though. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's fucking badass. But sometimes it gets a little more convoluted. Like, the moment they start, like, putting cars into this, (laughs) into, like, the equation, it gets really fucking weird. Because it's like. Like, Wally, you know? Was that what it was? Because, like, there was a point where it's like the yeah, human like, race doesn't like, exist anymore. No, the human race combined with robots. That's why cars have, like, tongues and teeth No, no, it wasn't. That's not how it went. That is. No, no, no. It's... That's, no. Yep. No. Yeah, I don't remember Omi. too much. So I can't <laughs> no, no, this no, is the, my Pixar no, theory. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The way that they went was, like, uh, with uh, creature reanimation through, like, fucking, uh, I think, Brave was, like, the start of it. Because Brave is, like, one of the older Pixar movies. I'm gonna be, said, like chronologically I'm gonna be in the future, right? Wasn't it because Boo is uh the supposedly the witch? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, that it, it, that's how the, I already remember bits and bits pieces about the Pixar theory. But, but, but yeah, one does that mean that Boo is actually in the future, or does that mean that Boo went into the past? Because no, like, Boo used teleportation technology yeah, no, that's the thing. through she's the doors. From, yeah, no, she's from the future. She's from the future, basically. Mm, that's more from what I okay. got. Or no, no, the way how it works, okay. Like I said, it's been a long time. I, like I don't remember too well, but with the Pixar theory, is just that b- those doors are like teleportations. But it's never been like explored. That are they from the future, past, or present? And they never really answered it. Basically, mm. so the thing is, the way how it works is that when Boo was finally sent back to where she comes from and everything, <clears throat> she managed to somehow like manage to find one of those doors. But she gets trapped from the pa- uh, to the past, basically. Yeah. That's that's from what I'm under understood from it, mm. because like the in the movies, if you think about it, with Monsters Inks, they never really like, uh, like answer how the do- or like traveling through doors work. All you know is that it, it takes you to a kid's kid's bed bedroom, and that's it. Like they never explain if it's time travel or this or that, <clears throat> and like what you guys said is just we. We just grew from it, basically, and we have to think that, of it. That, that's so, that's such a fucking like terrifying concept oh, in, yeah, in Monsters Inc. Where they're like a, they need fear from humans to power their energy, and then they move it to like laughing. laughing. It's a lot like a the fucking Animatrix. Whenever they you end up using humans as energy, and like oh, they, they kind of went that route in the movie because like they had like? the they had the fucking guy <laughs> where they sucked out the scare from you, and they they turned oh, it shit, into yeah. energy. What if they like took the kids and like tied them up and then just tickled them? Oh my. 
for laughing energy. <laughs> that's how. That's how. That sounds like a fucking. That's how. That, that, it sounds like Omi's masking some fucked up fetish <laughs> <laughs> for like a movie. He's like, they should totally add that in the next Monsters <laughs> Inc. movie. Imagine, wouldn't it be so funny if like they tied up a kid and like tickled their feet a bunch? Imagine and, like, all the energy you can get from one child. One child. <laughs> nah, it's just that. It's basically like the scream thing that Randall wanted, yeah. but was laughing. Yeah, I mean, shit. It's also unethical. It's yeah, unethical. but this is just a movie. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. <laughs> don't don't some movies have like a? Don't movies have certain like I guess. Lost. Well, I mean, of yeah. course, you can't really, you can't kill an actual person and like record it. But oh, they have like the rated R and PG thirteen. No, you know what's that's actually an interesting thing. At to what say point that, is like a movie where it's like even though it's fictional, they're like you cannot show this to the public. It depends. It depends on the. Um, it depends how far you want to go through. It depends on the production, like the people who like are doing the big like supporting the movie, like the companies and shit like that, because they're the ones who actually really does the says say the yes or no. Because if you think about it, like shitty, most of those shitty movies that you see, is it comes from studio interference, basically. And the thing is, a lot of the film directors that they want to like make their vision, they want to like they have, it may be like extreme, but it's their vision. Mm-hmm. Another one thing you could talk about is that, like you can say, is that back in the seventies there was no re- real restrictions. A lot of directors did whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. Like shit, Taxi Driver, Martin Scorsese. Like bruh, straight up the director makes a cameo where he straight up starts talking about trying to kill his own wife. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, being, doing movie. racial slurs and I, shit I like that. I think a pretty good amount of the movie. I never finished it. No, I did. Say, I I mean I liked did it. Did he actually kill his wife? No, but the thing is, if you think about it, it's just that uh, if now looking at uh, now he killed her off screen for the bit for the, for the scene. <laughs> no, looking at it now, and then, like she like fell down the wrong way and they're like fuck we gotta do it again (laughs) get us a new wife think about (laughs) think about it this way imagine imagine Stan Lee coming in every Marvel movie and like straight up saying the n-word all the time oh my god you know know how bad that shit that shit's gonna hit (laughs) yeah no man I know exactly what you're talking about here I can just imagine him (laughs) looking at the camera and just proudly saying it like it's like his one liner and then he walks out I just see like a black character oh my, oh my god and it just goes off nah it's just that but it's like the scene where he's like drinking the 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 fucking drink with the Hulk's blood in it in like oh the 2008 god. Hulk movie the what uh, he's like, he's like, nah he, he does that he does that shit with Omi whenever he, he fucking stepped on his sandwich oh shit he fucking he says that <laughs> Nah, um, the audience won't understand your reference. But pretty much is that the it'll seven, be explained another day when it can be funny. But in the seven, but like pretty much back then, like whenever movies were slowly becoming like it, like more than just entertainment and like more of a commentary, mm-hmm. they they really had no restrictions to be honest. And you can see how restricted it is because with Taxi Driver, if you think about it. A taxi like everybody remember when like con- there was controversy about Joker releasing like saying it can bring up violence and shit, bro. Taxi Driver was way fucking worse because it had like straight up um, child prostitution in the movie. It's what one the of, hell? it was one of the themes about the movie, and one of the themes is just that um, <clears throat> killing is just that the director like the 
main character would go to pornography theaters all the time and shit. And when he would say that he isn't political, but he's going to do something like uh, violent for political for a political reason. But in reality, he's doing it. He's just using that as an excuse. With Joker, there there was really nothing like that says that. It's just more of a guy slowly losing his insanity, accepting that he's becoming the Joker shit like that. I think. I actually, I think the way that the Joker goes is that he feels like he was fucked up whenever he was on all that medication, and once no, he yeah, got off the medication, that's he felt like he was free. That's another way you can see it. That's another way you can see uh, it, too. But, I mean, just, like, that's a one interpretation. What, what that's I, not my definitive What I like the most about Joker and Taxi Driver is how he is seen as a hero. Like, At both characters are oh, seen yeah. as heroes, even though they have done reprehensible acts, and they did it for terrible motives, for, like, a... Uh, horrible reasons exactly but because of the actions you know it, it made a lot of people another thing, another thing you could say is just like it's a commentary on like on uh, on the media bro because the media would shine light on the worst thing and make it look like it's a good thing if you think about it some way and it could be vice versa as well it could be extremely vice versa but yeah man I mean, but shit. Well, that's the podcast. Yeah, sleepy too. So, Thanks for watching. You, you want to be? <laughs> I, guess, I guess we ended right here then. Yeah, yeah, we can cut it. Uh, uh, all right, thank you for watching the Low Oxygen Podcast. Make sure to smash that like button. Would you like and to plug, subscribe? Do, doing the Leave job. a comment below saying you're first. Me doing the job as a, our lovely friend Nathan. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug, Luis? Hey, mama, let me whisper in your ear. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> all right. Uh, have a great day have a good evening have a good night would you guys like to say your goodbyes or would you like me to just cut it you can cut it right now <laughs> <laughs>